What's so funny? I just don't. I don't really know what you want. Well, so <laughs> I know what we're doing here. Well, I wanted to talk about. It's John. It's John. Gluten is not your problem. Conversations with culinary chameleon, modern day renaissance man, and my friend Walter Schmidt. Join us for insights, musings, and rants on food culture, life, the universe, and more. Please enjoy. Well, yeah, so that was... The, the Drunken Shrimp. The Drunken Shrimp. That, that was my first <clears throat> assignment from culinary school. I told you that whole story, yeah? Where they're like, go out and, you know, find your favorite restaurant, your favorite dish, or something you really like, and steal it, and be able to reproduce it for us here in class. And so that was one of my favorites, was this Drunken Shrimp. It was a tequila, lime, chili, cracked chili peppers, linguine, butter, finished with butter. It's kind of spicy, you know, basically like a margarita with the lime and tequila and stuff. And it was really tasty. And you get to make a little fireball when you're cooking it. And uh, so, yeah, I got some of that, took it home, kind of diced it up, looked at the ratios, like the cilantro and the chili pepper. I didn't want it to be too hot, you know, and then made my little list and then brought it into school and made it for my colleagues and coworkers. And it's kind of been a go-to. So Which, made... what, what grade did you get? Well, we weren't... I don't know. A? It wasn't graded that way. It okay. was like it basically like in classes like that, it was like it's basically pass or fail. I mean, if you make something that fails, then you fail. Like I mean, then they give you notes. They're like, I mean, I made <laughs> food pro 2. I was doing some baked tomato dish or something, and it was like this is one of the reasons I don't like recipes because there's a picture in a cookbook. I saw it, I kind of looked at the recipe, I was following it so I could produce this dish the next day in school. And basically what I produced was cat vomit, according to my instructor. He took it to... No, I was in Food Pro 2, and he... So my mentor was like, I want you to bring me whatever you make in class tomorrow. Like, I want to come... Bring it into my class, and I want to see it. And he was teaching, I think, first the first years or something, or the, the previous grade... Anyway, I think Food Pro 1 or, I don't know, soup stocks and sauces. Anyway, so I come over with my dish. I was like, Chef Wood, this is what I made. And he's like, he, he puts the plate down. And what they always do is that you hand them the plate, they set it down. They always take the, the, the towel and they run it around the rim and they turn it and they look at it. They step back and then they, they look at you and then look back <laughs> at it. And like that's, so now you're looking at it through their eyes, right? They've sort of engaged it and uh, looking at you and they're like, so what do you see when you look at this? And are you proud of it? And now can you discuss what this is on this plate? Were you proud of it? No. I was I was mortified. <laughs> I was like, this did not turn out. And it was like it was like there was a balsamic reduction and some kind of cheese component that had I put it in a <laughs> salamander and it the cheese kind of broke into its oily components and it completely broke down and looked like cat vomit. According to him. He's like, class, I'd like you to look Walter has produced cat vomit. And they're all, what? And he's like, please tell us what went in this dish so that we can learn. <laughs> learn? <laughs> like basically, what did like, we learn that day? What, what to not do to yeah. tomatoes and, and the following ingredients um, to render them inedible. Why did you serve it? You have no choice. I mean, like in class, like... It's you, like the you cooking spend an show. Entire, yeah. You, yeah, you spend an entire class period, you know, 
prepping your thing, doing your, you know, looking at your recipes and things or whatever it is you're doing, you know, uh, preheating the oven and dicing your tomatoes and blanching your vegetables or, you know, cooking your pasta components and, you know, spend the whole class just building one plate of food. Like you're not feeding a whole group, you're just producing one plate of food. And then the second half of class is discussing what everyone did and cleaning up. And, you know, so you set your plates down all in a row and the chef goes to each plate and, you know, critiques each group or class or, you know, each person. And what was this dish supposed to be? I don't remember. It was, they were like tomatoes that had been cut in half, tops, I guess, you cut the tops and the ends off and then you cut it in half so it's open like that. Mm -hmm. Maybe a little more or a little less than an inch thick and then you score it. So the juices can go down in there. You put some kind of cheese on it. And there was a vegetable maybe diced in there. And then a balsamic reduction. And then you're supposed to brown it. Like melt the cheese and brown it or something. And it just, yeah. It all just turned turned into cat vomit. Fucking shit. Yeah, it was like a baked caprese or something. I don't know. Wasn't that a TikTok thing? Where they put the, um, basically it was a a stob or like a a, a baking dish. And they put a bunch of um, tomatoes and maybe some onions in there. And they just put a whole hunk of feta in the middle with, like, pasta. Probably. And then then melt it down and then stir it all up. And it was, like, cheesy tomato pasta. I don't believe any of those things work on TikTok. Like, when they have, like, the little... You send me these things where it's, like, the weird house. You build a house out of French toast. And then you fill it with cheese. You fill it with, you know, whatever. And then you wrap the whole thing in bacon. And then you panko it and deep fry this giant you know cube that you've produced and no it's all no it's all fake it's all fake bullshit or completely you're not really on tiktok though no a friend of mine said that'd be really good at it and i don't i don't see the magic i I don't know how to edit the things together that way that the way they do you don't need to know i can i can show you all you need to do is find shit that here's what i think your talent would be Hmm. on tiktok okay Find that stupid, those stupid recipe things, mm-hmm. and then you just duet it so that you're next to the screen, and you just react to it. Actually, do it or just react to it. You just react. You're just reacting to the video. So on one side of Am the I screen, talking over it, like yeah, you're just talking over it. Yeah, like, that's bullshit. Cheese doesn't melt like that. Yeah. What are those toothpicks doing? Yeah. Are you gonna eat those toothpicks? That's it. Somebody's gonna bite into the corner of that toothpick. That's a terrible idea. There's a lawsuit. Was that broken glass you're putting in there? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, let's check it out. Tune in, folks, to my new TikTok what is your, channel. But what is your TikTok account? I don't remember. Do you not? You can't I have get, one. Can it's, you get in there? Have you lost the password? I don't know. I'm sure I have it somewhere. Oh. Um, is it on here? But isn't it... Is it gluten is not your problem? Or do you have, like... No, it'd be my personal one. I think it was, like, Walter Mintz or... Walter the bartender. We should fire that back up. It's not um, in here. Let's get it going. But yeah. I think, I think, I know you don't like recipes, and in fact, you. There was one time I had a recipe book, and you cast it away like you. It was the fucking holy bible, and you were Satan. Like you were like, don't touch that. I don't want to look at it. I don't want to get ideas in my head. Well, and so, I was like, come on. It's I, so for somebody who hasn't been to school. Sure. For somebody who had to learn like. 
how not now I can improvise rice. Mm-hmm. I could not before. I would fuck it up all yeah. the time. I, I still be, fuck up rice. So I had to like make sure I had exactly the right amount of water, mm-hmm. exactly the right amount of rice. Check the time. Set the timer. Yeah. Now I can do that relatively okay. Nice I, you know, on a pot on the stove. You've surpassed me. <laughs> I mean, I have a rice cooker now, so I don't even try. I don't bother. Nice. But, I just gave up eating rice. Um, but like even stuff like baking things, like baking a potato versus mm-hmm. baking chicken versus, and now I can kind of improvise those things and I can almost get anything I want at nice. like 450. Well, you just have to practice at it, right? Right. I mean, but that's all. sometimes the stakes are a little bit high when you want to make dinner and eat that night. Okay. And so if you fuck it all up, you have to eat the fucked up food. Well, then, then we all have always had to do that. Or if you're cooking for somebody else, perhaps somebody you're trying to impress. I ate a burned or- sandwich today. Did you burn it? I did. I didn't mean to. No. <laughs> Obviously. Was it grilled cheese? <laughs> well, close. I was making a grilled ham and cheese. But I, what I... And I've explained this before, but the, the, my secret is to put the two pieces of bread together mm-hmm. in one side of the toaster so it toasts the outside so the inside is left soft. Yeah. But I have this bread that's too big to fit in the toaster. Mm-hmm. And so you have to put the two slices in. Like Texas do toast? A, what? It's, <laughs> it's two slices... Uh huh. It's going in there. Go do something while the toaster's toasting, right? Mm-hmm. But then I set it to lower than regular toast because I'm gonna have to turn it. So anyway, I go to like slice the cheese up, sear my ham up. You know, I wanted a little crispy ham on the inside. Also, I wanted some texture inside the sucker while you're toasting your right. So then I I was like doing something else. I was getting the uh, I made a little um, spicy avocado uh, aioli kind of mm-hmm. thing. Uh, to go in there, and, and then I smelled like the the burning, and I like ran over the toaster head because I'd already flipped the toast. It had gotten a little too dark in the middle where the, you know, where the toast toasts twice. Yeah, Does that makes sense. Yeah. So then the middle of the thing was a little bit too dark. I had to scrape it off. Anyway, was it good? It was very tasty. Yeah. yeah. So I put the crispy sides inside, put the avocado spicy aioli on one side, and then the crispy, the crenellated ham. There and then the what, the what ham crinolated. What is that? Well, you like crinolines? No. What's a crinoline? Crinolines were. Is that like from a horror movie? Like no, what are those well, like grimlins? No, crinolines. They're like part of a woman's dress in the eighties. That like underneath the taffeta, there'd be these crinolines. They were kind of crinolines sort of, under the taffeta of your ham. No, no, no. These are descripting words. Okay. Of, they're describing the ham itself. The crinolines. The dress. Like uh, um, a taffeta dress in the 80s. You ever see a prom dress in the 80s? Yes. They're kind of poofy. Yes. So the outside would be taffeta. It'd be like this weird, not silk, but it's like a plasticine, shiny, slippery Mm -hmm. kind of material. But that's really thin and wavy and it's not going to have any body or substance. So underneath that are the crinolines. They're like basically... like it's a hard plastic or sort of it was like a wavy soft plastic. Like it's just kind of like it's wavy, like a like corrugated cardboard. Yep. Right? But it's mm-hmm. a plastic dress underneath that kind of poofs out the dress a little bit in the 80s. That's what kind of gave the dress its body. But a crinolated, like a crinolation is like something that's kind of curled around on itself and makes something, gives something a little bit more structure. Mm-hmm. And that's how I like to build sandwiches is I like to crinolate the ham. Like you kind of curl it around itself so that it gives <laughs> itself body. I wish you people could see his hand gestures right now. I, well, that's exactly what Aron yeah, said in my, my interview. My, my one of my five interviews with Fairmont before I started working there, I was in Seattle and I was explaining to them what I was doing with the uh, with the cu- with the sorry the uh, the carrot. I was like, why well, did you just do this thing with my carrot? And I was like, 
Oh, you can't see my hands right now. So, you know, when you're trying to explain something on the phone, just audio. Anyway, yes. So crinolate. So when you take your ham, instead of like when you go to a lot of delis and they just you look at your sandwich and it's just like basically it's a a two inch thick slab of ham, but it's all the layers of ham just stacked on top of each other. It's much. It's It's gross. Too much. It's gross. You can use half the amount of meat to get the same amount of body. And if flavor. You, and flavor. If you crinolate the ham, you kind of curl it around on itself. Mm-hmm. Like I'm doing with my hands, turning them inside out on yes. themselves. So you kind of end up with like little pockets of air, just like bubble wrap or something. And you kind of crinolate the ham like they do in commercials. When you mm-hmm. see a sandwich on the commercial, they kind of like fold the, 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 the half sandwich. It's kind of the meat's kind of sticking out like that, you know, kind of looks like a crinolated skirt. Hmm. So you crinolated the ham. Yes. Toasted and crinolated ham. And then the provolone on top of that. And then put that, wrap it in tinfoil. Well, you got to butter it a little bit or stick to the tinfoil. And then you stick it in the oven for a few minutes to melt the provolone. But then when you pull it out, it's all soft on the outside, crunchy on the inside. A little bit spicy, smooth, quite delightful. Is there an aioli in there, did you say? Yeah, a little, uh, let's take an avocado. There was half of an avocado in there. In the fridge, I was cleaning out the fridge. Basically, it's just like a fridge chicken. Sa- uh, what's it called? Kitchen sink kind of sandwich. Dagwood. The kitchen fridge sink sandwich. Yeah. So you you know peel your avocado, seed it, throw it in a bowl, and then you take like a teaspoon of mayonnaise and you throw that in the bowl. You put a little bit of maybe garlic salt or garlic you know powder, a little cracked pepper or some tapatio or some something kind of spicy i like to use a tapatio or a tabasco because it adds vinegar which helps break down the mayonnaise a little bit because mm-hmm. the avocado is going to mer- you know it's going to make it a little bit more thick right. you want to kind of break that structure down it's going to make it more spreadable and you know runny so and mash it all together with your little fork whip it together spread spreadable it. and runny <laughs> yeah Kind of like my drawers. Wow. But yeah, a delicate balance therein. (laughs) Kind of like my drawers. (laughs) Delicately balanced. Like John's drawers. Crenellated ham. Um, So yeah, so I think that's that's great to be able to improvise. I think that recipes for me are invaluable. So that I know, like when I started, when I had a phase where I was baking cakes. Yeah, again, baking, I can't, I can't. But you could if you followed the recipe. Well, you'd have to follow a lot of recipes to get to the point where you would understand what the baking soda is doing or mm-hmm. what the flour, like your flour to ratio, sugar, egg ratios, how they are making your egg. Like, is that me or you? That's me, but it's fine. Continue. But like Devin did, has done so much baking that she knows how much, you know, if you add more butter, what it's going to do to the cookie. If you add another egg, what that's going to do to the cookie. If you add more flour, what that's going to do to the cookie. So like my sister, when we were in high school... She made a batch of, we tease her to this day, of chocolate chip biscuits because she put in like an extra cup of flour or something so that, or maybe it was baking soda. I don't know what, she put in too much of something. So when they cooked, they cooked up and they were like dense, dry, biscuit-like cookies. They were not delightful. And yeah. But once you understand like what each thing is, how it affects the baking, yeah, I'd have to bake a hundred cakes before I could maybe come close to saying, okay, I'm gonna take a bake, I'm gonna take a cake recipe, but I want it to be more like blah, blah, blah. Like I want it to be more moist, or I want it to be thicker, I want it to be fluffier, I want it to, I don't know, more dense. Like then I could adjust the recipe in my head because I would have an understanding of how that works. But 
yeah, that's not fun for me. I don't I don't enjoy the chemistry of baking. So but you love chemistry. I like what it does. I like the end result. I don't like the math behind chemistry. Like that's it's, got it. Got it. It's too cerebral. All I'm saying is but that I like mixing two things to make them explode. That's, right. That's you know, yes. Vinegar. And I just know that like I needed recipes to understand like even just basic shit about sure. like temperature. And but things. when you're looking at what when when you have a, a cookbook, mm-hmm. you crack it open and it's like pasta blah blah blah. Fuck off. Like, just sh- give, show me a picture. You want it to look like that? I can make that. You want it to be like you a pesto? You can now. You pesto couldn't always. Kind of situation? No, I couldn't always. But so... I but just I feel, feel like you like... were traumatized by this one recipe in culinary school. No, 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 no. That was just... <laughs> no, what What I was actually... I think what, what kind of traumatized me against them was a short story by Ray Bradbury. It was in the... Um... <laughs> a piece of fiction traumatized you? Yeah. Please, okay. Well, it, it kind of got me to this point where it was... Fahrenheit 451? No, 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 no. It was, a, it was a book of short stories called the the Tattooed Man or the what is it called? The Illustrated Man. Okay. And one of the short stories in this book is about a musician. I can't remember the name of the story or exact. I'm just gonna paraphrase. I'm gonna dumb it down okay. here. But the guy, this so everyone in this world in this little world of fiction has a specific job to do. You're either a maker of things or you're an engineer of things or whatever everyone's got their little job and he was a maker of music he was trained his whole life to make music and he would just sit he was never allowed to talk to anyone or listen to music he could only he had this great he was taught how to play every instrument and then when he finally graduated he was given this huge instrument that could make any sound and he would produce these incredible symphonies of all these different sounds, of bird songs and gongs, and I mean, you name the sound, like he would construct these things, and they were the most amazing, beautiful songs that he would put together. And then somebody, and he became very famous, of course, and well known, but he had to live in the woods by himself, and he could never see anyone. And he was out for a walk one day, and he sees a man like hiding behind a tree, and the man runs up to him and gives him a small box, a little device that has a recording in it. And he's like, I just wanted you to hear this and he plays it for him it was like chopin or it was like or strauss or it was like some musician from the distant past you know Mm -hmm. uh, dystopian future that we're living in here and he hears this music for the first time music that he hasn't produced and he's like this most incredible music he's ever heard and he's so inspired by it and it's so beautiful and he has to hide it or they're gonna you know they're gonna take it from him because he's not supposed to he's not supposed to know about this and so then a few weeks later, after making composing a few more symphonies, he's visited by some dark, you know, men in black, right? They come right. to him and they're like, what's going on? Who have you seen? Who have you spoken to? And he's like, what do you mean? And they're like, well, we know you've heard the, this music, Chopin, whatever. We know you've heard mm-hmm. it. He's like, how? And this guy's like, well, I've been a huge fan of yours and all of your music encompasses all of these sounds and all this beauty but then a few weeks ago, I stopped hearing Chopin. It wasn't in your music anymore. Like you were holding it back. And so when he heard it, then he was trying to, like it kind of tainted his creativity in this way that he couldn't produce this fantastic music anymore. And so what they did is they cut off his hands and they said, you can't be a producer of this music anymore and you have got to go like make roads or something like that. With no hands, he's got to make roads? Yeah. He's, you know, pouring tar. I mean, there's shit that you can do. It's the future. Anyway, 
So he's in the back of this bus, and he's like with all these road crew guys, and they all change hands all the time. They're always like working on different crews around the country or whatever, building these roads. And they have like, he just kind of sits by himself. He's not allowed to like, he doesn't really sing with them. He doesn't really partake in any of their activities because he's kind of, you know, he's, he used to be this musician. This, you know, now he's building roads. And he's, he sits with one crew for a few months and they kind of like, they have like this cadence of singing together. Mm-hmm. And he finally starts getting comfortable and he starts singing with them and kind of making songs about building roads with them and stuff. And then again, these guys in black show up and they're like, what are you doing? You told, we were told you you couldn't make music. He's like, I'm not, I'm not making music. I'm just making roads with these guys. But sometimes we sing and they're like, yeah, your songs have been now permeating. Like they're singing songs that you're making on the other side of the world. Like you can't, you got to stop. Like you can't make this music anymore. People are starting to turn against, you know, they're not doing the work they're supposed to be doing. They're singing all these songs. Right. So they like cut out his tongue. You know, it's like, it's just this fucked up situation. And so now he's like a donut delivery man, and he has this one regular route. Anyway. No tongue, no hands. He's delivering donuts. Right. And Got then it. he's delivering donuts to this bar, and this bar has a piano in it or something, and I know, it's fucked up, but maybe he hasn't lost it. I think that's when they cut off his hands, because he's like in there playing the piano for them at some point, like late when nobody else is there, but then people start coming, and then these guys show up again, and they're like, dude, this is the umpteenth time we've had to come to you, and... All because he listened to Chopin. Right. Because his creativity was tainted. So your creativity will not be tainted by recipes. Basically, yeah. <laughs> this well, is, however that sounds, This yeah. is your ideology in cooking. Well, yeah. It's like, if I, okay, give me some ingredients. You want me to make you something? Like, I'll make you something. But like, like mm-hmm. I said, my go-to was this other recipe that I have just bouncing around in my head. And without that one, I mean, you just put me in a grocery store, like, to play. Well, I did want to do this once with you, and you didn't want to do it. What are you talking about? I said, let's do, let's go to the gas station with $20. The gas station with $20 thing, right. And uh, you can only buy what's at the gas station, and you can only use what's at, maybe we could have like a standard pantry When we started things. overthinking it, it was like, should it be dessert? Should we do like three desserts? We started trying to three break it down. dinner. Right. So what do you want? Just $20 at the gas station? What can you make? Yeah. But again, what, sh- just anything. You just said your 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 creativity. I do not I do not want to stifle it <laughs> with my rules. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, obviously creativity is the is the key here. Taste and flavor are important as well. But you know, I don't know what you can do with Slim Jims and Oreo cookies. Yeah, I mean, do they have apples? We don't know, right? You just go to a gas station. You say we went to this gas station. This is what I bought. I only had twenty dollars. Mm-hmm. An atypical gas station, or because there are gas stations that have flour and shit, right? Sure, if you want to do that, and we can incorporate that into your. But most people aren't going to have access to a gas station that has. No, but we can just use the ones that are around us, right? The nice ones, all right. The 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 cheap shitty ones. You can go to the Kenwood one, which has the cheapest gas in town, but also very limited. That weird Arco thing that's out there. I don't know if it's Arco, but it's just on the side of the road on Highway Twelve. Yeah. But they're always cheapest. Mm -hmm. Um, We shouldn't tell people that. There's going to be a line out the door now. (laughs) It's really not that much cheaper. And I have bigger issues with the gas. You have bigger issues with the the gas that they sell? Well, it doesn't matter whether you give me an extra 10 cents off. It's still fucking $2 more than it should be. Or $3 more than it should be. That's my point. Got it. 
So like I pay you cash and you give me an extra 10 cents off and it's cheaper over here. Like it's exhausting. Yeah. And insulting. And insulting. I hear you. And I just want to get my electric bike and be done with it. So you want me to cook something next week? I think it would be fun. Okay. Now, again, whether it be something you want to do, that was, I thought that was the the problem before where you were like, I don't want to just go into the gas station and have to deal with shit. But that's part of the challenge of your creativity, of sure. your your culinary acumen is being able to take these things. All right. And are we going together? Them. We can go together. Okay. Or should I just go by we'll myself? We'll split it. And... No, we'll go together. I'll get some footage of you picking out stuff. Yeah. Okay. We'll do, you know. We'll try it once. So next next Tuesday. Next Tuesday afternoon. Two o'clock. Somewhere around there. Maybe sooner. Whatever. One. Yeah. I'll okay. I'll be in touch and we'll we'll All right. We'll, we'll I'll meet you here and we'll just walk over to the Valero. Yeah, we could do that. Alright. You can pick yeah, that one. That sounds great. There's some really nice ones in Napa that have like the bigger grocery store. I, I feel mean like less is more at this point. Yeah. But I mean anywhere that has gas. So like right. It's a gas station. It's a gas station. I mean, technically Costco is a gas station, but I mean... Right. It's kind of separate. That's That defeats the purpose. Yeah. And we're not going to Costco because... Well, like our listeners in Denmark are probably going to be like, what is a gas station? <laughs> in in Denmark, they have amazing fucking walkable cities with bike paths. They're True not that. clogged with fucking... I don't want to get on my anti-car diatribe, but... Yeah, but do you know how much... I mean, they're paying 59% taxes, too. Fine. Yeah? They live fucking... It looks so happy. Who gives a shit? I'm already paying fucking 49% tax. Or whatever it is. Well, I don't think you're paying 49 <laughs> Well, I mean, look at how much it costs for food and for gas and for rent. Well, you still have to pay for those things, too, over there. Yeah, but... If you have a $100,000 salary, you're basically... You get you get to keep, you know, 40000 of it. Awesome. That's if you have a $100,000 year salary. Well, I think it's probably a little more complex than that. Um, it's definitely more complex But you can't tell me it's better here. Or that I'm paying less taxes or I'm not paying. I'm being uh, fucking gouged at every turn. Yeah. Free I just co- want to be Free college over there. That's all I'm saying. Free, free college. Education. And I don't need to have a fucking car to get around because I can get on a high-speed train I can pedal my little bike with yeah. my basket to the get and a baguette. I think and, they're uh, paying they're paying men to move there because they don't have enough men to procreate their population. So they want you to come and marry their daughters. Well, I have a little issue. I mean, I can't. I am Oh right. Fishnicked. Yes. I've been snipped, so I don't think that I would uh, I would um I would out. uh You're out, kid. You gotta stay in America. Yeah. So what do you think about that? <laughs> That's really unfortunate. I mean, there must be another way, but um, can you get unsnipped? It you can. Um, I think as the years go by, it's progressively more difficult. But sure, I mean, with anything, do they have to knock you out? Would they knock you out? They didn't knock me out to do the. I thing. know, <laughs> I know, and that's that's probably the main reason I would never do it. It's because I have to be awake while they stick a fucking needle in my dick. That's never. <laughs> gonna happen it doesn't go in your dick it goes in your scrotum cool <laughs> still not gonna happen and they they do the the little it's yeah it is painless it wasn't painless no so we're done with but, the conversation because <laughs> i know i know for a fact that they could do it painless if they chose to there's a way there are topical 
Well, they do that, yeah. They, yeah. So they do and the then, topical, and then and they then, with the topical, then they could then yeah numb, so, numb the rest of the area, and literally you could feel no pain whatsoever, if they chose to. I mean, yeah, I had some. I I don't regret my decision. I am aware of that, <laughs> but that's yeah. Be that as it may. Okay. A little pain's good for you, isn't it? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> nope. <laughs> So yes, let's go to let's just have some fun and go to the gas station. So let's go. Um, let's go to the gas. Let's all go to the lobby. Exactly. Um, yeah, I couldn't find the name of the story. None of these. None of these uh, stories. The Velt, Kaleidoscope, Otherfoot, Highway. Anyhow, um, the Visitor, Concrete Mixer. Maybe he's the Concrete Mixer. No. Mm. Um, one last thing before we go. And oh, I have to go. I know this is. Uh, we're coming up on Thanksgiving, and I know we talk about this every year, but. Do you think that you'll have a good Thanksgiving? Is, is somebody going to ruin your Thanksgiving? Will, like, do you have plans for Thanksgiving? I do. We're going to go to our friends. So it's a Friendsgiving. Kind of, yeah. Yeah, basically. It's our okay. friends' Thanksgiving. Um, I'm in charge of the gravy. <laughs> so somebody's taking care of the turkey. Okay. Which is great. Somebody else is doing the stuffing. Somebody's doing the potatoes. We have all the cranberry sauce. They've covered all the bases. There's, there's been a list and a discussion of what those bases are and how they're being covered, and it seems appropriately, acceptably possible. Nobody's gonna fuck anything up with a weird. That remains to be seen. <laughs> if somebody's gonna be like, "Oh, I was in charge of stuffing, so I went with, you know, some kind of weird cornmeal, gluten-free, and gluten-free cornmeal and kale stuffing." <laughs> I didn't see any green beans, so I got some snap peas. Right. Well, no, there's a guy in charge of green beans. Okay. Anyway, it's it's looking pretty promising. Okay. Because um, I know you're a little frustrated sometimes with what happens at the Thanksgiving. The turkey apparently is being flown in. It's smoked. It's a smoked turkey from Texas or some weird thing. Sounds Turkeys great. don't really fly. No, they don't. Not on their own. <laughs> but we do. Um, so they're flying the turkey in. Which I just found out today because I ran into my friends that we'll be eating with. And they're like, I was like, is there anything that we can bring? Because it seems like everything's been taken. Like, there's nothing really left. I mean, you want us to bring champagne, I'll bring champagne. But I really want to contribute. And they're like, gravy. You could make gravy. And I'm like, but you're making the turkey. Like, you have all the dripping. Yeah, like, yeah. What, what would you make the, the gravy? You make the gravy from the, the drippings, right? I mean, that's where gravy comes from. And he's like, oh, no, we're having the turkey. It's a smoked turkey being flown in. And I was like, oh, okay. Like it's cooked and flown in? No. Yeah. Hey, man. If and I'm then here, heat it up? I don't know. Maybe it arrives hot. I don't know. How does it arrive hot? I don't know. I don't know. Okay. We're going to find out. I'll let you know. I'll let so you know. Then, so then how are you, are you going to roast some turkey legs to get some drippings to make some gravy? Basically, I'm just going to get some, uh, go to the butcher and get some turkey parts, turkey wings, turkey things, and just render them. I'm going to roast them and render them down. I've got a roasting pan. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I was going to rub it down with, I don't know, some sage, some rosemary, some herbs, just kind of get it, you know. I've got my, my Meyer lemon tree is produced, so I'll... Like slip those under the skin a little bit, and then strictly for the drippings. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm sure you'll still eat it. Oh, I will. Yes. Yeah. And Oliver, he'll he'll be having some as yeah. well. But yeah, so he's uh, he still has his bone broth. I made him a bone broth last night. Your dog enjoys bone broth. Well, I mean, 
I cook for him quite a bit. He's, he's... what kind of um, <laughs> what kind of meals is, uh, is is Oliver having these days? <laughs> well, how, does, uh, how well does he eat? Well, he he has his bake his basic uh, you know fodder is a science diet, right? So yeah. a scoop of science diet. But who who wants to eat dry pellets all the time? I don't. So I like to find some kind of protein in the fridge. If it's just, you know, half a slice of ham or whatever. Crenellated? He does not require crenellated ham. Okay. Um, but I, I finally chop it and then I'll throw a little, uh, you know, broth or I had Oliver sauce that I made. I made this stuff. Oliver sauce? That's what, that's what we call it. Because I, I made Do you put this it all over the... Uh... Oliver sauce. All over it. Um, but no, like I took like some of his food, some other kind of fancy food, some like scraps and leftovers. Like there was just too little to really feed anybody, even him. And I threw it all in a big pot, just all this stuff. And I brought it up to temperature. I boiled the fuck out of it. And then I put it through a fine mesh thing and I pureed it. And then I, uh, yeah, then I put it through the fine mesh, uh, chinois and just kind of extracted the, uh, the essence of all of these things. It was just like a mess of, you know fish and pork and it's just protein right, right, puppy right. flavored nonsense just and then i put it in an atomizer and what i would do is i would just, <laughs> I would just just spray his food a little bit just take a little bit to trick him into eating the pellets well, cause, yeah because or... he smells the pellets I would, well then i would chop up a little ham like a little bit and mix it in with his food and then sprit sprit and then he's like oh my god it's all these wonderful things, and he just goes to town on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, we, eventually we ran out of that, and so uh, Devin had gone out to a happy hour with a friend of hers, and she came back with this big, meaty bone. I don't know what the hell she wore. I think it was a. It wasn't a short rib. But this was a full size beef rib with a marrow still in it and everything. So I threw that in a little pot, and I boiled it for about two hours with you know some of the bits and pieces of fat that were kind of mm-hmm. on it. Uh, scraped it all off and then cooked it down for like another two hours till it's like a nice thick bit of business. Just a bit of nice dense little bone broth. So now I just kind of spritz that over his food. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you not over it. So you're cooking for your dog. Yeah, he loves it. I'm sure he does. <laughs> he eats all of his pellets. All right. I mean, I had to do something similar when I was dog sitting where there was the scoop of dry pellets and mm-hmm. then there was these softer like chicken pellets mm-hmm. that I had to crumble up over it mm-hmm. and then put a splash of water in there and kind of mix it up because she wouldn't eat the other pellets. Right. Basically, it's that. But but you're spending hours reducing well, bone Well, what broth. else am I doing? I don't know. I don't have a, you know, a lot so have you thought about have you thought about bottling this and selling this? bone broth for my dog for dogs mm-hmm. i mean any bouillon companies are out there you can go and you can buy bone broth okay don't give it away for free there fucking no it's on the shelf this human grade bone broth yours you is s- not well I mean, you're, you no it is yeah I, yeah I mean yeah absolutely you could but that's the point is for a jar of bone broth say it's 10.99 mm-hmm. you go to the pet aisle how much do you think that's gonna cost I don't know. Maybe a buck ninety nine, like can of uh, nice albacore tuna. Buck ninety nine. More than that, but yeah. Three ninety nine. Yeah. Yeah. Can of cat food. How much is that running? Sixty nine cents. Yeah. What's the difference? USDA certification, my friend, and that is just about it. It's just as safe. It's just tuna. 
It's just mashed up fucking fish guts. So would you eat some cat food? I wouldn't, but I know people who have, and it's actually a pretty sad story. But <laughs> Jesus. <clears throat> um, but you should invite them to Thanksgiving. He's dead, but the from last... the cat food? No, no, no. It was just my uh grandfather last time I saw him. You really gonna fucking bum us out at the end here? <laughs> well, <laughs> Go you ahead. keep asking the questions. Yeah. So you, the last time you saw your grandfather, he was eating cat food. Well, I was just, yeah, I was popping down. You met my grandmother, right? Out mm-hmm. in the trailers mm-hmm. out there. And I took a little trip out there one night. It's just by myself just to, you know, check on grandma and grandpa. And they lived in separate trailers. Mm-hmm. And he was just out in his little trailer with a dog. And he's sitting in his kitchen. He's cracking open a can of cat food as we're talking. And I was like, I didn't really see any cats. You know, I was like, are you feeding the cats right now? And he's like, No. Did you want some? I was like, I'm good. And he sat down with a fork and just was eating cold cat food out of the can. And that was the last time I saw him. (laughs) Jesus Christ. I don't know how to feel about that. Well, make sure you have your 401k all together. I don't. Well, you'll be eating some cat food. So you say I should do some taste testing now. I mean, if you don't have another plan, do you plan on getting old? Do any of us? No. And what are you going to do when you get up there? Can you afford to live? Can you afford to eat? I don't know that we'll be able to afford to I know to one of the exist. things you told me about why you do so much exercise is because mm-hmm. you were worried about not being able to get off the toilet and wipe your own ass when you got too old. Mm-hmm. Well, there's a lot more about your life that's going to fall apart than just that, my friend. It's going to get hard to live when you have no income. So I should start stocking up now on cat food. Or 401k. Or good tuna. But <laughs> I don't think a 401k is going to be enough. It won't be there. It won't. It, it's not enough. I don't know. Have, you, have, you, looked at, have you looked at the rental market lately? Well, I was kind of thinking if you and I are still alive when we're like 80 years old, we okay. should just start robbing fucking banks. <laughs> Worst case scenario, we get caught and we get three squares, right? Wasn't this like a... Wasn't this a movie with like Probably. Tim Allen and Morgan Freeman or something? Probably. Yeah. Well, I don't know what I meant. What am I thinking of? Wild Hogs or some shit or Grumpy Old Bucket Men list. Three or Bucket List? It's one of those movies. <laughs> Pick one. Where they're they're thrust with the idea of having to eat cat food, so they rob a bank. Yeah. Um, well, I hope the Thanksgiving is success. I'm, I'm sure your gravy is going to be delicious. No recipe needed. I mean, I'm just yeah cooking a small animal into juice. Will you save some for Oliver in the atomizer? Will he get... Well, he's going to... Yeah, we're going to cook... Because I'm not bringing the cooked meat. So I'm just going to feed it to Oliver over the course of the next week or so. Will he... Does he go to Thanksgiving? Will he... he will be coming with us. He's invited if he's on good behavior. I got him a hoodie to wear. <laughs> uh-huh. That's great. What does it say? It says... Uh, what does it say? It says, leftovers are for quitters. <laughs> Where did you find this? <laughs> At the pet store. Oh, okay. Just the other day, yeah. You weren't doing any online shopping for your... No, I don't do that. Did you get him a costume for Halloween? <sighs> I came really close. <laughs> because I was at Target, and I was just he and I, and we're walking around. It was like... You brought the dog into Target? Oh, yeah. Why not? Go ahead. He rides in the cart. I take my okay. hoodie off. I put it in like with the child seat. Mm-hmm. And he just sits up there. 
He doesn't. He doesn't. He's not allowed to walk around. Okay. Um, he's not shitting in the women's wear department. No, he's or... not. He's not allowed to like lick anything or pee on anything. He just okay. sits in the cart like a child would. And um, and I've taken him to the grocery store and everywhere else too. And I've okay. never had a problem until one day at Sonoma Market. It was like not this last time, but the time before that, the woman as I was checking out was like, "You can't have him in here." And I was like, "I'm sorry, what?" And she's like, "You can't bring the dog into the grocery store." I was like. He's in the little seat. Like, what are you talking about? Children sit in these. And she's like, this is a grocery store. I'm like, yeah, I know where I am. She's like, you can't bring a dog into the grocery store. I mean, like, people bring their dogs in all the I see dogs in here all the time. She's like, those are service animals. I'm like, okay. So, I don't know. Did you- thanks, thanks for letting me know. That's all I said. And we left with our food and groceries after I paid oh. and walked out. I was like... Why don't you just get him one of those fake ass vests? You're you're halfway there. I mean, fucking may as well. What is wrong with these motherfuckers? Like this they're is... they're inspiring people to circumvent the law and by getting him a fake pet license that he doesn't, you know. Maybe he is a servant. Maybe he's keeping me from fucking killing everybody. That's what he's doing. You're welcome. Oliver's well, keeping well, me. Food sane. is being prepared there, isn't that a concern? No, no, food is being prepared on the other side of the deli counter over there. No one's consuming food. They're not supposed to be. That bitch eating grapes, we all know she's not supposed to be eating those grapes. Those are charged by the pound. You think, oh, I'm just paying for them, but you're not. You're not paying for the ones you ate, are you? But I want to pay for the stems. Can I pick all the grapes off the stems, put them in a container? You just want the stems? I don't want the stems. No, nor can you, sh- you know, shake all of the water off. Can we get a salad spinner? It's like, you know, when you're picking the, mm-hmm. the, the fruit and all of a sudden that bing bong and then the rain comes down yeah. and makes everything wet? Yeah. Is that so that they stay fresh? Or is that so that it weighs more? I'd like to peel my bananas at the store. Right. It's... Yeah, I only buy the, the inside of the fruit. <clears throat> yeah. Um, dude, you're going to have a fucking green vest for that dog in no time. Yeah, maybe. Because <laughs> you're going to have to take him on a plane. You're going to go on some fucking trip. And you're going to have an emotional support dog here. Maybe. Like some, this idea. time next if he year. Can ride, you have to buy them a ticket, though. Do you? Mm-hmm. Well, because you don't, you don't, a full ticket? I believe so. Mm. Unless he's a carry-on and you just sneak him on. I can't wait to hear this. How is he going to get through TSA without the green, the stamp, the service animal stamp? That's why you're going to get him the vest and the stamp. You'll get it all. You'll go see a therapist and say, this is my emotional support dog. And then you'll get it all signed off. Get the prescription and get the vest. Yes. (laughs) This is oh. this is your life for the next year. It's, it's gonna happen. I mean, I don't see why not. <laughs> if it gets it done, if it makes shit happen, if I just have Charlene fucking fired from the goddamn—I don't even think that was her name—but it sounds like something Charlene would do, though, right? Yeah, I don't care. Um, Can we change the name from Karen to something else? I don't think you will be able to. Why? You well, don't I don't like... really know how that Karen got because I know people named Karen that aren't. Karens? Yeah, they're not Karens. They're just regular people. Like, what if there was John? And there's a lot of you motherfuckers. I know like 18 people named John. And I'm sorry to say this, but I've been thinking about it a lot. Mm-hmm. But I feel like, and no offense to your mother, she's a lovely woman. Yes. But it seems like a lazy cop-out. Like, what are we going to name him? John. It was a family name. That's where it came from. Was it? All right. It was. It was my grand. I mean, I'm not defending my that's, grandfather. That's fair. But it was still lazy because it was just like, let's get the name of the. Well, thing. see, I got my grandfather's name too. So, so that was a lazy name, sure. Well, but Walter's, it's a little more interesting than John. But there's so many Johns out yeah. there, and I just feel like 
I don't know. I feel like if it's not a family, I think we should put a kibosh on it. Like, oh, you wouldn't like to name your baby John. Like the French, you can't just name your baby anything. You it can't? has to be like, no, it has to be like Jean, Jean-Luc, you know, uh, Jacques. It has to be one of these like French names. You cannot name your child Jar or Pickles. Like you can't just name your kid anything you want in France. It's illegal. They won't let you. At the hospital, they're like, no. That's I not. can't live under that kind of tyranny. Well, I feel like we should actually should instill have, that yes. tyranny here. And just be like, you would like, okay, so, I'm sorry, which family member is he being named after? Oh, we don't have a family member named John. Cool. Pick a different name. We're done with having Johns and Bryans running around. There's no more Davids, Johns, and Bryans. I'm so glad you weren't allowed to run for city council. <laughs> <laughs> I still might now that I live within now the city limits. Now that you live within the city limits? That's right. Have you thought about it? Oh, yeah. You should go reapply or like... I you don't just know. told me how you're glad I'm not. I, I just want to... I think it'd be fucking hilarious. I can't... I'm going <laughs> to be in the front row. I'm going to be recording the whole thing. You're going to be helping I'm going to be making a documentary about it. Yes. <laughs> Whatever happened to our lightsaber thing? Oh, God. So, I was with <laughs> Nabil and we Remember, were... Remember, I have to go soon. I know. I'll just... So, really quickly, we were... In the vicinity of the mall, and we were walking around. So there's all this other stuff around here, and I was like, "Let's just get back to the car. We'll cut through the mall." Mm-hmm. And so um, we cut through, and I was like, "Oh shit! This is the place. This is the temple. It's still there. It's still there. I don't know how. Wow. <laughs> I don't know who is who is fronting the money how much for does this. It cost? We didn't ask. Um, but yeah, so he he held the lightsaber for about you know I don't know. 30 oh, Nabil went in. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a picture somewhere. I don't know. <laughs> I... Wielding a lightsaber? Yeah, basically. That's awesome. Um, but it was just like it it still it still exists. Well, do you still want to do the thing? Because I'll do it. Sure. Oh, here. Do you remember sending me that message? Wow, with the fedora and everything, the little pork pie. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, we can go do it. Yeah. Alright. I think that should be the next step for this podcast which is which is fine we can continue to do this but um will you want to cook something or you I would like to, to yeah we'll, we'll do we'll we have do all these the adventures other. you want to do there's lots of adventures yeah I'll have to organize an adventure um, we need to ramp this fucker up is that what is that what we need to do that's what we need get to some do. funding I mean it, it, I don't think any funding is happening <laughs> no funding is coming our way but yeah alright let's take it up a notch alright we're gonna get roll. weird next week. All right, next week we'll get weird. Until then, Until stay then, weird. It's John. Stay Happy weird. Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, buddy. It's John. Thank you for listening to Gluten Is Not Your Problem. Send your ideas, comments, and questions to glutenisnotyourproblem at gmail.com. We'll see you next time. <laughs>